What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Danny, and today I am recording from my hotel room in Dublin, Ireland. So I'm very excited to be sharing some nutritional advice with you from overseas. I hope you're excited for today's uh, topic. It's all about variety, right? So how quickly do you get bored with your nutrition regimen? That's the topic today. We're going to cover it. We're going to dive into five different ways or five different tech pieces that can help with increasing variety with your nutrition. And then I'm going to dive into 10 different ways that you can use AI, specifically ChatGPT, to keep that variety in your nutrition and help you to not get bored. We don't want to get bored. We still want to meet our health and fitness goals, but we've got to have some fun with it too, because variety is the spice of life. And while science typically happens in a lab, reality does not. Our lifestyle happens in reality in the real world. So we've got to figure out how to experience life outside of the lab and still meet our health and fitness goals. Are you with me? Okay, here we go. Hi there, my name is Danny Phillips. I'm Ian Coyer. I'm Scott LeBlanc. And this is TTG Radio. The three of us are business partners at a sports performance gym in Northwest Louisiana. And together we are bridging the gap between the worlds of nutrition, personal training, and physical therapy. Now, if you know us, you might call us a perfect storm. We bring a whole lot of energy to the table that's mixed in with a dash of nerdiness. Rib position of the bottom ribs and the bucket handle ribs, which I wish I could grab my little skeleton guy and bring my beer. A pinch of science. I thought the cartilage like pulled away. Wow. And a big old spoonful of straight up goofy. I would say a lifesaver. Not a lifesaver. Right. He's I been was a... your first lifesaver. That's fair. The bottom line is this. We're here to share where science meets practical application aka reality. Life is hard, but there is a way to live it pain-free and enjoy your health while also having a gourmet cup of coffee or a glass of wine. We're sharing what we've learned along the way with our own trial and error and how we're making progress with ourselves and clients in real time. Are you ready for this ride? Let's go! Welcome to Welcome. Welcome to TTG Radio. So how can you stay on track with healthy foods and portion sizes that you need and how can we have that fun and flexibility. We're gonna start with a couple items that you probably already know. And I know these things too, yet I still need to remind myself and almost have this list to reference when I'm like, oh my God, what's for dinner? Whether I'm asking that question of my husband or he's asking asking me what I want for dinner, I mean, my initial thought in the moment after an 8, 10, or 12-hour day is, oh my God, I don't know. I don't want to think about that. Like, that's the last thing on my mind. So let's use the resources we have available to us and let them help us instead of having to do all the thinking ourselves. We've already done enough thinking throughout the day. So number one, the dear old Google, right? So this is probably your go-to already and for good reason. When we want the answer to something, we just go to Google it, right? We want to know about a particular restaurant or a meal or a macronutrient. We're going to Google. Seriously, the answers to everything are on Google, right? The big issue is that you're probably still going to spend a lot of time scrolling through all of the search links. 
and comparing and wondering which answers are correct, which ones are accurate, which ones are credible, and which ones aren't. And unless you're working directly with a nutrition coach or you've already had nutrition coaching or taken some classes, you're, you may not know what is the credible option. So it, yes, yes, Google can save time. It's great. It's wonderful. But it could also be a time suck, like many of the options I'm going to share with you today. So what can we use to save time versus getting sucked into it and spending way more time than needed in that option, trying to find the solution to what is the healthy option for dinner that's still creative and giving variety and giving me the right food versus the significant other or the kids? Because of course, everybody wants something different, right? Such is the case. Okay, number two, if you're looking for an option that's a little bit more picture friendly and a little more direct than having to scroll through texts and blogs and websites, then Pinterest is going to be your go-to. So Pinterest is a search engine and it can give you some really creative tips and ideas and photos and even some videos to imagine what your food is going to look like when you execute. This is definitely an option geared more towards cooking and baking in the food world, but there are also some food posts with informational and educational uh, content surrounding them. So Pinterest is great. That as of the last couple of months has been a good creative outlet for me. I get home from work and I scroll for 15, 20 minutes. Um, and that's not to say that that's what I make that night, but it kind of helps me create a list when I'm in that creative mood of trying to find new things that I want to try. Those pictures are really helpful for sparking excitement in the food that I want to eat. If something looks pretty, I'm more likely to eat it than if not. So, all right, number three, a little less tech, a little more hardcover. You can always go the book route, right? A recipe book, whether digital or paperback or hardback, is a fun place to start and get inspiration. So I absolutely recommend a recipe book that has the nutritional information for each serving in a recipe available. These are becoming more and more common just to have those macronutrients available. And it's easier to quickly look through those and figure out if it's the right recipe to help you fit your goals, or if it's a recipe that you can tweak to fit your goals, or if it's one that you just need to forego. And I believe it was two episodes ago that I walked you guys through three different recipes and how I would adjust those to help fit my goals. So definitely go back and listen to that one if this is piquing your interest and you like having something that's hardcover in front of you to look through. A couple options I have recently purchased on Amazon are the Everything Macro Diet Meal Prep Cookbook by Lindsay Boyers and Hungry Girl Clean and Hungry by Lisa Lillian. I'm sure there's a bunch more out there. Definitely tag me in the cookbooks that you have and love if they have macronutrients associated with them. I'm always building kind of a little library of resources that we know, like, and trust that we can share with our community. Moving on, number four is Instagram. So this is where I would recommend you go for a quick bit of knowledge or inspiration. You're probably not going to find too many full recipes or meal plans on Instagram. You, you'll find some, but not a ton. But posts of which food or beverage options are going to be um, your best in terms of low calories or high protein at fast food or fast casual restaurants are going to be there for sure. I mean, everything exists on Instagram these days, but find a couple key people that you like and you could follow and you know they're going to give you reliable 
um, information. There's two specifically that I enjoy and that I know my other nutrition coaches enjoy referencing. One is called the macro barista, all one word. So at the macro barista, I'll put links in the show notes. The second is at cheat day design. So at cheat day design. And these are just quick, fun, attention grabbing posts that give you the quick overview of like, okay, this is the type of coffee I want. How can I order it in the lowest calorie way possible? Or this is where I want to go for fast food. What is the highest protein option or the lowest calorie option I can get there? So quick, easy attention grabbing. All right, number 4.5. I say 4.5 because I feel like I got to mention it, but it's not one that I use. TikTok. If you love TikTok, if you love those fast videos, there are a lot of food channels on TikTok and a lot of recipes, a lot of quick videos. I know they're attention grabbing and they're fun. I just... I can't get on board with getting sucked into TikTok. I can't do it. So if you love it, go for it. Find somebody that you enjoy following in there who is going to consistently give you good content, reliable content, and stick with that person. And then that's the greatest thing is when you get bored of all the things that that person posts, there's somebody else coming up behind them with more information. So that's that. Moving on. Number five, my current favorite. This is the one you've been waiting for, right? AI, artificial intelligence, or specifically chat GPT. This has been a game changer as a nutrition coach to help us get faster information when putting together meal plans and getting ideas for a starting point based on um, different content ideas or recipe baselines, things like that. All this being said, it's not perfect. And the database that it's pulling from, I think it's only updated through September of 2021. And it will, it will tell you that at the time of this recording. So let me give you a couple of ways that I have used ChatGPT for my personal nutrition and then working with my nutrition clients. And, and then I want to hear from you. How are you creating variety and excitement for your food items and your recipes and your approach to health and fitness through food? Okay, so a little bit of background on the desktop and then the app that I use. That way, if you're interested, you can go do it. So with ChatGPT, there's a free and a paid version option. Personally, I have paid the $20 a month for it. And that helps the service to work faster during busy times of the day. So for me, when I want to use it during working hours, because I'm a nutrition coach, I want it to work faster. If you don't need it during the day, or you're not worried about busy hours, then just use the free version. Start by experimenting with the free version. Then if you like it, you can purchase the paid option. So in your web browser, type in chat dot openai.com. I'll put that in the show notes below or the, the, the description and create a login for your account. Literally, it's that simple. I did get confused with this and I kind of gave up initially probably about three, four months ago when I first tried to do this because I had created that free account and I was trying to log in and use it. And it was so it was being used by too many people at that time of day and it wasn't working. And I thought, oh, forget it. It's just not working. I'll come back to it another day. And it probably took me a couple more weeks before I felt like I had the bandwidth to go try it again. 
So maybe try it early in the morning or on a weekend or at night when it's not going to be busy and have a ton of users on it and try creating that account. So again, chat.openai.com. That simple. And then literally, you just simply start asking it questions just like you might type into Google. There's also quite a few chat GPT AI apps that you can download if you search on your phone for different chat. If you just search chat GPT, there's going to be a ton of options that come up. There are free options and there are paid options. I am using one that is called Ask AI and the app has a little green background with a white arrowhead and some black squiggle lines in it. This app, I believe, was 40 bucks a month. I'm sure, again, there's free options out there. I've had a great experience with this one. So whether I'm on my computer or I'm out and about and I just want to ask a quick question on my phone, this has been awesome. And I use it for way more than just nutrition and food-related information, but super helpful. A feature I really like about these websites and apps is that they save your searches so that you can go back and reference them later. You can choose to delete the searches or retitle them if you want, but it will automatically choose an initial title for your search. So for example, if I search and create, like use it to create a baseline meal plan for a specific client, I can retitle it with that client's name. So that way, if I want to go back and then regenerate the meal plan and adjust it, I know where to go and search on my search bar for different requests that I've had. Okay. And in terms of saving time, I do prefer this to Google in many cases because instead of typing your question or search words in the key bar and seeing hundreds or thousands of results, you will get a single answer. Boom. That's it. Like, there's your answer. You don't have to choose between a bunch of different answers. It's just there. That's your answer. And it's also really good about giving you parameters like, hey, I'm speaking as if I'm the AI. Hey, I only have knowledge up through September of 2021. Please keep in mind that different brands will have, of foods will have different macronutrients. And this is a suggestion. And make sure that you consult with a healthcare provider or your nutrition coach to get the right information for you specifically. So it's really good about giving caveats of like, hey, here's what I've come up with. This is baseline general information do your own research and apply it as you see fit. So again, keep that in mind. But how can you use ChatGPT or different AI for your nutrition? I'm gonna give you 10 ways, and this is not all inclusive, but these are 10 ways that I have used it for myself and my nutrition clients. Number one, I have asked for specific nutritional contents for food items. So, for example, one day I wanted to know how much fiber was in a serving size of quinoa. So I asked it. Um, so you can ask for all nutrition facts or a specific nutrient detail. And typically the information for standard serving sizes and portions will be relayed, but you can also ask it to regenerate the content or respond with more specific details. Number two. I have asked for details specific to digestive concerns, diseases, and diets that my clients are working through. And it's given me a quick background knowledge on that topic so I know where to begin my research if it's an item or a health claim or a diet that I'm unfamiliar with. So again, it's a starting point with information. Number three. 
I have asked for commonly searched nutritional hashtags on a specific topic so that I can get ideas of what to search for on Instagram or Pinterest. You know, sometimes you get home and you're like, gosh, I don't know what to make for dinner. I don't know what to think about. And so I might just search, hey, what are some commonly searched hashtags in the nutrition realm? Or what are some commonly searched high protein recipe items? And so ask it to help you come up with those content ideas and help do some of that creative questioning so that you don't have to do it. Number four, simple enough, I have asked for recipe ideas or I have asked for specific recipes on specific topics like lentil soup. And if you don't like all the ingredients in the lentil soup that it gives you, you can say, cool, thanks so much. Can you please regenerate this recipe with an additional food item or without one of the food items if you have some sort of a food allergy? Or this is great. Could you make this more creative or a little bit more spicy? Or this looks like it has a lot of ingredients. Could you regenerate with a simpler option? So you can keep asking it questions and have it regenerate to be more specific. Let's see. So I've given, this is number five, I've given ChatGPT a list of specific items I'm looking for within a meal plan and asked it to generate a meal plan for me. So maybe I am looking to create a baseline template for a client who is in their mid-30s, who is really looking to build lean muscle mass. They want a very high protein approach, but maybe they're looking to have it be dairy-free or soy-free. So I'm giving it some parameters to follow. It does a pretty good job, but it's not always perfect. All right. Once the meal plan is generated, you can also ask for the meal plan to be, again, regenerated but with the breakdown of nutrition facts for each food item or the meal. And you can also ask for, ask for it to be regenerated in a chart form. Now, again, be careful to read through this and ensure that you aren't assuming the meal plan is exactly what you've asked for. I have given it specific macronutrient requests before and it has not come out accurate. And if you say you want a high protein meal plan, ChatGPT doesn't know what high protein means to you. Again, it's only it's pulling from a database. And if it happens to be pulling from FDA information, high protein in FDA recommendations is based on what the normal, healthy, adequate, average adult is trying to do with protein intake to maintain adequate health, not necessarily optimize. So just be aware, it doesn't know exactly what you specifically need. Um, let's see. You can also ask it for a single, like a sample single day meal plan for specific dieting approaches like give me a 1500 calorie a day ketogenic diet approach or a 2000 calorie a day meal plan with a specific breakdown in percentages of protein, carbs, and fats, which are your three major macronutrients. So play around with that. And again, if you don't like what it spits out, ask it to regenerate or ask the question in a different way so that the response is a little different. Okay, number six, I have input different recipes and asked for different scaling on the nutrition facts. For example, I put in a recipe for cheeseburger bites that served four people 
and asked what the breakdown would be for each ingredient amount for a single serving and what the nutrition facts would be for that single serving. So that's another way you can use it. If you have a recipe that calls for serving 12 people, but you only are want to make it for four or for six, you can ask it to regenerate and that will help you do that. Number seven, I have asked how to prepare specific ingredients in the oven or on a stovetop. A lot of times it's way too overwhelming when you just want to know, hey, how do I bake a potato in the oven? Like something that simple or hey, like how do I make asparagus on a stovetop? If you ask Google that, you're going to get so many responses and you don't know which one is right. Same thing with Pinterest. You're going to get hundreds, if not thousands of different ways to do this singular thing. Keep it simple. Ask ChatGPT. It's going to give you one way to do it. Not that that's the only way, but it is one way. Number eight, I've asked for side effects of certain supplements or medications if it's something I'm not familiar with. Number nine. You can ask ChatGPT to create a shopping list for you based off of recipes you like or styles of food you enjoy and for how many people you're shopping for. And you can also be even more specific and ask for general budgeting information of foods in a shopping list or for different restaurants. And last but not least, this one is a little specific to vacation. Again, I'm currently in Ireland on vacation. And as I record this, I right beforehand, I asked for some different foodie walking tour ideas in the Dublin area. So that's absolutely something you can do. Say you're planning a bachelorette weekend and you want to know, like, what are some things I can do in this city that will be fun for a group of five or six people? Like, ask it that. Um, ask for different foodie tours, ask for different restaurants that are for specific types of food in an area. It's going to tell you at least as far as it can tell up to September of 2021. (laughs) So hopefully that will continue to update. But that's something that we've used. And then it really helps us to narrow down kind of, you know, what we put into Google. So it's kind of being used with other websites and things like that. But it definitely saves me a lot of time and a lot of searching and trying to figure out which websites I want to click on. So there's that. Um, okay. And on the same token, you can ask for a list of local grocery stores or restaurants nearby to a particular location. Okay. So wrapping today's episode up, I want you to know that you're not alone in desiring a variety with your food and beverages, even while on a journey to focus on your health and fitness. The good news, again, is that you don't have to come up with all the ideas yourself. There is a ton of information out there and you have help answering the never-ending question of what's for dinner. Now, remember, all of the options we have discussed today are unique and helpful, though not perfect. And you'll likely have to do some adjusting or perhaps fact-checking to make sure it's right for you and your friends or family. So from Google to Pinterest to artificial intelligence, think of these as idea generators and a starting block to spark what will become your next meal, meal plan, grocery list, or informational guide play around with them, have fun. And when you're feeling bored with your food or your meal plan next time, come back to this episode to be reminded of where you can start changing it up. Now, we want to hear from you. Where do you go for your foodie inspiration and what have you used ChatGPT for successfully with respect to food and nutrition? Send us a DM on Instagram 
at TTG Sports Performance or at Danny Phillips. Um, Or you can join our email list through the button on our website pop-up to respond there to our weekly emails. I will put all these links in the description. And if you haven't heard yet, we are creating a digital nutrition course, and we will have a tech tutorial section that shares um, some how-to videos on using MyFitnessPal and ChatGPT and stuff like that to assist you along the journey. Again, join our email list to stay up to date on where we are with the creation and launch of this course. After years of one-on-one in-person nutrition coaching, we are really excited to offer nutrition coaching in a new way. Now, if you love this podcast and you want to ensure you don't miss out on future episodes, text the word podcast to 833-432-2161 and you'll receive weekly messages with the link to our latest episodes. That's it. That's all for now. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.